Come, Holy Spirit. We give you permission, Lord, to do what you desire. Make our minds, Lord, our hearts, our souls a fertile soil of the gospel that your word may bear great fruit in our life. Illuminate the scriptures for us. Convict and console our hearts. Speak, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Jesus, as he's sending the 72 out two by two, we see that he gives them some specific instructions. As they're going on this mission from him, some very specific instructions. And what are those, right? He says, carry no money, no sack, no sandals, greet no one along the way. Why would he send them to fulfill the mission that he is desiring, right? The salvation of the world, the evangelization of the entire world. Why would he send them and basically like, hey, don't take anything with you. Don't take anything with you. It's because what he desires of them is full confidence in him and full trust in him. Just completely, totally in the Lord. And then there's provision along the way, right? They go into the towns and there's provision. And sometimes, yes, people are welcoming and there's, there's provision. And sometimes they're not. And then the Lord says, okay, well then just move on. But he says this, but let them know and you know the kingdom of God is at hand. What is the kingdom of God? Jesus is the kingdom of God. The word made flesh is this perfect communion of God and man. That is the kingdom. Everything in right order in Jesus himself. And the catechism continues to speak about the kingdom of God, saying that the kingdom of God also, right, is the union of our souls with the Holy Trinity. That as we grow in communion with the Lord, as we grow in prayer, as we grow in sanctity and communion with the Lord, then the kingdom of God is made manifest in our own souls. One of the greatest obstacles to the kingdom of God in our lives is self-reliance. I'm going to say it again. One of the greatest obstacles to the kingdom of God bearing great fruit of taking root in our souls is self-reliance. Trusting in ourselves and our own power and our own resources and our own skill, whatever it may be. Now, this is not to say, again, you know that, okay, well then like, I just give all of my things away and all this. Like, that's not practical for most people in life. And the Lord knows that. The church understands that reality. When I'm going about in life, I'm going about day to day, where am I putting my faith and my trust and my confidence? Am I putting it ultimately in the Lord or in what I can control? Because 
get to a situation that I can't completely control. What's going on in my soul? And as I moved initially to just frustration and dissonance and anger, I'm guilty. Or is it put me in a position, doesn't mean it feels all warm and fuzzy, and on my knees before the Lord, like, Lord, I have nothing without you. And I seek to know you and to receive more from you and to allow you to move in this situation. So then when Jesus is talking to them, they're like, oh my gosh, like we went out and the demons are subject to us because of your name. Your brothers and sisters have said before, like the scriptures are clear. Again, just living my life as a priest, it is clear, like the devil's real, the enemy is real, and, and he is after our souls. And I've seen the grace and the power of the, what the Lord can do against the enemy in people's lives in a very tangible way. And it's amazing. It becomes very, very clear in those moments again that this is not something that is anything that I could do or someone else could do, but just the Lord himself. And the apostles were able to experience that because he's like, don't go with anything and watch my provision. So the invitation for you and for me tonight is, where's the area of our lives that we are trying to control by our effort, by our skill, by our knowledge, by our schmoozing, emotional manipulation. We use, we use all kinds of tools. We got, we got a big old toolbox, right? What is the thing that right now that I'm trying to control, that you are trying to control, that ultimately we need to turn over to the Lord? You know, we always have to cooperate with his grace. It's not about like sitting at home and being a couch potato, spiritually, humanly, but ultimately everything is the Lord's. And at the end of the day, whether there's actual su seeming success or seeming failure or whatever, like, Lord, it is yours. Because what he's telling them, hey, even though the demons are subject to you because of my name, like none of that ultimately matters except that your names would be written in heaven. And so as we give over control in our lives some way, then it may mean that the seeming success or seeming failure may not be exactly what we're looking for, right? But the thing that the Lord is ultimately looking for in our lives is that we might spend eternity with him. What does it profit us, he says, what does it profit us to gain the entire world but to lose our souls? It's just a sober thing. What does it profit us? Eternal separation from God. You know, I'm just, just letting you know. Not a good return on investment there. Bad return. Very bad. But the Lord meets us great tenderness and compassion, and his love and his fidelity to us are not based on our performance, right? They're not based on what we do. It's just on his heart. So let us turn away from self-reliance in our life. And it's, if it's been a little while, you know, like I remember my spiritual director, one time I was like going to confession and I like confess all these sins. And I was like, all right, I, that was a lot, Father. He's like, yeah, well, 
what about what, what about another one and I'm like well, I mean is, is there another one like is there another one he's like self-reliance I'm like oh what you, you know you're right and so again it's just an invitation for us to, to, to acknowledge soberly to receive the Lord's love and his mercy for us that is undeserved and like pure gift and to come before him and to offer that Lord yes I have sinned by relying upon myself more than you receive that grace in the sacrament of reconciliation and then learn to receive from the Holy Spirit the grace of being a child before the Lord and His provision in our life that brings real freedom. When we're self-reliant, that is an anxious place to live. But when we are ultimately relying upon the Lord, which means, again, that we're cooperating with grace, we have to do, we have to work, but it's a place of freedom and confidence in Him that leads to greater peace, love, and joy here and ultimately eternal salvation and that allows us to be instruments of salvation of others. So the Lord says, right, take with you no money, no sack, no sandals, this, all these things, like <clears throat> that we would be reliant upon him. Let us let go, let us put before the Lord whatever we're trying to control in our life right now and just receive the kingdom of God. Offer you, I invite you to do that today in Mass. Like, just put it on the altar, and as we receive Holy Communion, just to receive the kingdom of God, that in the Lord we have all things, that which is the greatest gift we could ever receive. Thank you for listening. The ministry here at Christ the King is made possible through our generous donors and golden givers. If you would like to learn more or partner with Christ the King on LSU's campus, please visit ctklsu.org.